Stop crying, my children. Wipe the tears from your eyes. For the feathery king is back again. My corn is bullshit. <sighs> Cafe Nero today. Uh, for no good reason, quite honestly. No good reason. But, yeah, not even a bad reason. What would a bad reason be? Um, because you wanted to sexually harass the members of staff in there. That'd be a bad reason to go to go to somewhere. Um, to hide kippers down the back of the radiators. That could be, a, well, from their side of things, that would be a bad reason for someone to come there. I mean, I think it'd be a bit of a hoot, you know? Bit of a jolly, you know? A bit of skullduggery. Would be uh, to commit an act of terrorism would be a bad a bad reason to go somewhere, I think. Um, to burst into tears and lie on the floor screaming and banging your fists on the ground um, because true communism has never been tried would be a bad reason to go to Cafe Nero, I think. All things considered, I think that'd be a bad reason to go to Cafe Nero. Good reason to go there would be to get a milky milky beverage. As good a reason as any. A good reason to go there would be to propose to a loved one that worked there. Who wouldn't want to be proposed to while working at Cafe Nero? I mean, that is presumably like the end goal for anyone, male or female or otherwise, who works in Cafe Nero. You know, whether you're a he, she or a Z, you know, you're there, you're serving the coffees, you're, you're dillying out the frappuccinos, you're dealing with the uh, chocolate tiffins. Mince pie season now, of course. But surely everyone's there just like, I just wish that someone would walk through that door. Anyone get down on one knee and ask me to marry them. I would say yes. Irrelevant of who they were, what they looked like, what they stood for, how they were as a person, what their criminal record was like, whether or not their penis was in their trousers. You know, so what my... You know, what I put on you today is look, if you if you if you want to do something good, yeah, if you want to try and make a difference in the world, if you want to be the change, you know, if you be the change you want to see in the world, yeah, if you want if you want to see that change in the world, be it. And the way to do that is to go to Cafe Neuro, get down on your knees and propose to a member of staff at random. Doesn't matter which one. They'll say yes. And then you will be married. You will have to organise a wedding. You'll have to get to know them. That would be fun. That would be, you know, you'll have something to do then. You won't have to just sit, well, yeah, you won't have to sit around and listen to me talk bollocks. Christ, surely that's the end game for anyone that's watching. Let, let's forget about this whole Cafe Nero thing, right? Surely the end game for anyone that listens to this show, watches this show regularly, is to get their life into a position whereby they don't have to. Right? Yeah, Christ. Oh, I'm glad I don't have to listen to coffee and memes every morning. Fuck. I'm glad I found something better to do with my time, which is most things, you know? Most... Listen, listen, listen. If you've not got anything better to do than to listen to me, fuck me. You need to have a word with yourself. You need to... 
I don't know. Start listening to Gary V or something. Start listening to Tony Robbins. We'll tell you how to how to get unlimited power. How to get unlimited power and really change your life. Get out there and start speaking like this and just live in a state of perpetual joy. You know, just live in a constant state of just enthusiasm and joy and just help everybody live a total, meaningful, incredible life. Listen, you could be you could be listening to Big T, Big Tony, you know? Um, you know, Lionheart, Tony Robbins. Some. Oh, hold on. I don't know. Anyway, guys, look, that's the end game, yeah? Trying to find something to do with your life that is better than listening to coffee and memes. And that's I've just got to be most things. Anyway, look, I know my place in the world, and I'm absolutely fine with it. God bless you all. It's Friday. Welcome to Coffee and Memes. <laughs> Why you not work? It's just gone black. Why is that not playing? What? That is... There's no reason for that. No reason at all. What? Oh, I know why. Oh, that's a bit of fun. I wonder whether or not... I put it back here. Hold on. Hold on, let's see. Because I moved some... I had to do a uh, video for Loop Masters yesterday. Um, I didn't have to. I mean, I did it. Like, uh, it was my choice. You know, I didn't hold a gun to my head. Well, they did, but that's a separate issue. I'd film a video for Loop Cloud. Cracking piece of software that everyone should have. Um, but there was a lot of screen filming involved. So I tidied up my desktop a bit, uh, which has obviously moved the intro sequence. Uh, which one is that? The Coffee and Memes intro. There it is. So we put that back. This is good radio, man. This is really good stuff. Just put that back onto the desktop and say, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Mains. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes, that's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Slubby. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy. And that's funny and it's, it's, it's kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you. And if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes on Threshold.fm and YouTube. Good morning. Good morning. I don't know what's going on in the Trickstar Studios. I, uh, I, I don't know whether or not it's legal. It's certainly frowned upon. Uh, I believe, and now I might be wrong, but from what I looked, and I only looked for maybe five, ten minutes, but what it appeared to me to be was that they were sacrificing and then drinking the blood of infants. That is what I saw. Um, it appeared to be some form of bloodletting ritual. There was... Cy Twitty was dressed as an owl, uh, which I think is a bad sign, generally. <laughs> That's how you know the end times... Look, if you walk into a situation... The mic is low, isn't it? Right? That... I don't know what's... It does seem low. Yeah, Mike... Should I just... Can we turn that up a little bit? Is that better? That bit... bit hey! Hey! Okay, fine. Yeah. I thought so too, but I don't really know why. Anyway, we can get into that. Perhaps it's on a different channel. Yeah. Um, I've It's up now. Fine. Guys, look, I do think that it is worth worrying about when you see Side 20 dressed as an owl. I think that is probably 
probably a sign of the end times. A little bit. A little bit. Raise the mic higher, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Maybe the... Um... <sighs> Listen, guys. I feel like the technical issues make this show what it is. Which is crap. No, it's fine. <laughs> make it fine. It's fine. Feel a little bit under the weather, if I'm honest with you guys. I've had a lot on, and you know, you know, I look. Maybe, maybe you are like me. Hopefully, for your sake, you're not. But you've got a lot to do, you know, and it's leading up to a particular thing or whatever, and you're sort of stressing out about it a lot, and you sort sort of building up and whatever, and then you do the thing, and your body just goes. <laughs> And um, it's like your immune system's just been clinging on for dear life. And then when you realise you've got a little expanse of a few days, which would be nice to just rest and relax in, your body goes, go be ill now. And goes like, oh, okay, cheers, guys. Glands come up, start feeling like shit, but feeling like you're hungover when you haven't even been drinking. I mean, I have been drinking, but not to the extent that would cause a hangover. I mean, Jesus. Uh, isn't... Um, isn't all this set up, you would think, wouldn't you? I, the th problem is I took my sound card to this video shoot yesterday and it's obviously some of the settings. Someone's been fiddling with my settings, fiddling with my EQs, getting my shit all out of whack. That's what's going on here. Anyone else's app not work? Oh, don't start. Fucking hell. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the app doesn't work at all now. I've got some bloody, uh, the most mealy mouth email from the developers yesterday. Just... Uh, oh yeah, we've got a workaround, but it basically means that you can only listen to the live stream on one one page, and if you try to listen to it on go and like look at the schedule or look at the archive, the live stream won't play. Like, what kind of like? Ah, <sighs> oh, it's just ridiculous. Don't 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 get me started. Anyway, I'm hoping mine will be out quite soon. No, I'm not. I'm not promising anything, but I think I'll have my iPhone and one up for test flight in Monday. So, anyway, guys, what's in the news? Uh, transhumanist cyborg Zoltan Istvan to run against Trump in 2020 election. Bit late to the game, mate. Bit late. Um, okay, President Donald Trump is a new competitor uh, in the uh, in the race to become the president. A transhumanist cyborg called Zoltan. Istvan. Um, he doesn't look that cyborgy, but I guess that's the point you, you need to start worrying, isn't it? When they just look like uh, normal humans and you can't tell the difference. It all gets a little bit sort of uh, Battlestar Galactica. Know what I mean? Here he is, old Zoltan. Zoltan is a fantastic name for a cyborg, I will say. I don't know whether, do you think it is that his God-given name? Uh, or has he adopted this as a sort of moniker to make him sound a bit more robot-y? 46-year-old has perhaps the greatest ambition of any public figure in recent history. He wants to make death a curable disease. Nice. Bold move. That's, uh, yeah. Wow. Powerful. Powerful move. Uh, and it's a transhumanist who believes humanity should meld with technology. Fucking, well, aren't we already? You know, isn't that what sex robots are for? Just like, oh, I'm just popping out for a bit to this, um, it's not a brothel. It's in the traditional sense. I'm just going to meld with technology. I'm going to become the intersection between art and technology. My work exists. <laughs> One of my favourite memes that I've seen in such a long time. There's a, a meme account called Insane Johnny uh, on Instagram. And it's sort of very weird, like, often, like, sort of DIY music scene 
related memes, a lot about noise shows or like experimental music or weird jazz. But it's a strong recommendation. But there's one, it's a Simpsons, it's like cells from a, a bit of The Simpsons. It's, I can't remember what's happening in the episode, but Bart's like sat there in class and everyone's gathered around and he's like, go on, Bart, say the line, say the line. And he says the line and everyone guffaws with laughter. But the line he says is, my work exists at the intersection between technology and art. <laughs> uh, so good. Uh, it's a niche one, I'll give you that. But uh, it's uh, my favourite meme of, of, of recent recent months. Prince Andrew memes aside. Uh, anyway, he'll be standing as a Republican candidate. Okay. Uh, the second time he's joined the race. He told the Metro, wow, Jasper Hamill's got the scoop on this. My team and I aim to make conservatives more open-minded about transhumanism and the future in the US. Yeah, I don't know. Like... <sighs> I don't know if either side is that interested in transhumanism. I think that possibly seems to be more of a sort of... I don't know. Is that more of a libertarian thing or more of an author... I don't, man, I think you're out on your own, Zoltan, to be honest, mate. I don't know which part of the political spectrum transhumanism's on. Somewhere not good, though. Bottom right? Don't know. Anyway, uh, right now, there are some of the most closed-minded folks on the planet. Oh, they are the most Republicans. Yeah, probably, yeah. However, they're pretty smart with their money. Yes. Uh, so now it's my goal to get them to open up to the future too. It's a very different way to take on Trump. It's almost like we're a Trojan horse, but in a good way that both sides can appreciate. Uh, okay. Sure, why not? He drew attention to Trump's health and questioned why he was taken into hospital recently. Because he drinks 18 Diet Cokes a day? Because he's quite obese it could be any number of things uh, we don't necessarily uh, we don't necessarily believe that it was a routine checkup he added okay starting off with some conspiracies i like it good start um calls to boycott morrison's for kicking out brexit brexit party activist for canvassing customers why <sighs> end times um it may be something serious since it was an unplanned visit that said i'm already on the new hampshire ballot and I will be the youngest, healthiest public figure conservative on the ballot. That's probably not difficult, is it? I mean, if you're under the age of 60 and have l less than three heart conditions, you're probably the youngest, healthiest conservative on the ballot. Uh, it's first uh, It's first in the national... Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, what are his fucking... What is what's his, what is what fucking nonsense does he believe? That's what we want to get into. Zoltan has some big ideas. Right now we're in business uh, about how to change the U.S. He wants to end the drug war, phase out income tax, like him, shrink government using radical technology, and enact long-term policies that defend science and technology from being overrun by socialist and authoritarian forces. I like him. He's got my vote, Zoltan. Just like that. I, you know, I, that, now that's what they call a U-turn. What nonsense is he on about? Oh, okay, not nonsense at all. Wow, okay, so he's on the libertarian side of things. He looks like he's probably bottom, what was that? Something that's been, who knows? Um, essentially, he's a libertarian who believes technology can enhance our freedoms if used correctly. Okay, he's our guy now. He's now the official candidate. It was Andrew yet. No. Hmm. Oh. Tulsi. Oh, Tulsi.
Well, he's got no chance of getting in, okay? But in terms of candidates that have any chance of getting in, Tulsi gets my vote, followed by Yang, the Yang gang. I think he's a bit of fun. And then... uh, and then Donald J. Trump. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, well, listen, Tulsi's not going to well, I'm not even getting into this. Anyway, uh, uh, as he is an advocate for open borders, okay, that's confusing, he wants to see the formation of a global world democratic government. Okay, he's no longer our guy. No longer our guy, guys. This is a real roller coaster. He believes every citizen should be given universal basic income. Everybody on the planet, okay, I'd like to hear the plans for that. As former leader of the U.S. Transhumanist Party, uh, Istvan is a passionate advocate for arguing, uh, augmenting humans with machines. He's already implanted a chip in his hand uh, that does his Oyster card. <laughs> I don't know what it does. And hopes to enhance his physical capabilities further as technologies develop. Okay. I mean, he, yeah, he's out there, man. He is out there. But he fears, Amer- like, uh, but he fears America is losing its innovative edge and will be overtaken by China. Uh, he's also nervous about the rise of socialism and authoritarianism, uh, which is most vividly represented by the activist left-wing Democrats currently vying for power. Okay, he's our guy. No. <laughs> uh, in a statement he wrote, the, change, uh, the speed of change we've seen in the last few decades is nothing compared to what's on the horizon with the emergence of radical new technologies and science. Already, California has major companies working on brain implants that connect our thoughts in real time to the internet. Artificial intelligence has become one of the most important military issues of our time. And designer babies born through genetic editing are already alive. Uh, These innovations are... This goes on for a bit. These innovations are part of the burgeoning field of transhumanism. The movement to enhance human bodies and lives with transformative technologies. I've dedicated my life to promoting transhumanism in rational, objective and fiscally conservative ways. But transhumanism is under siege. Socialists, authoritarians and the activists far left want it all for their own. Isn't it supposed to be for everyone though? Didn't you just say it was going to be for everyone? So that would include the socialist, authoritarian, far left activist types. No, it's just for the conservatives. You said it was for everyone. Fuck off. I'm Zoltan. I'll do what I want. I'm ta- I'm going to become a robot. Okay, alright. No, Daddy. I'm going to be a robot. I'm going to run for president. Alright, Zoltan. I should never have called you Zoltan. It was our mistake. Uh, if allowed, they'll weaponize, stifle, and propagandize transhumanism until nobody wants this future because it's downright dystopian. Getting into a bright future of transhumanism requires capitalistic entrepreneur- entrepreneurialism and a hands-off approach to the government. Okay, I like it. Uh, Istvan, he, he is he's really taking me on a ride, though. Istvan says he can no longer stand by and watch American fall short of its epic potential. And added, under the current administration, America's technological edge is slowly being handed on a platter to socialists and authoritarian powers. Really got a bee in his bonnet about these socialists. Even more important than Silicon Valley's dangerous liberalism, okay, uh, is the China is that China is increasingly outdoing us in science and tech, stuff that historically has bettered everyday American lives more than anything else. The writing is on the wall. While the White House offers faux populism, a phony culture war, and a regressive religious morality in the face of innovation, secular China is rushing forward to claim its mantle as the inevitable de facto world leader. Designer babies, artificial intelligence, revolutionary green innovation. China has the leading grip on all these markets. I didn't think China was that bothered about green innovation. Maybe I'm wrong. Ah, much about China. 
you know maybe uh maybe they are who knows well that was a riot wasn't it um let's get into some of these bits uh that we've heard so much about might as well play this camo and crooked bit again with Jeru the damager set it off i like it it's a bit fun Too dangerous, rhymes too murderous, beats too treacherous. You can't get with this. We set it off and you scramble like you under attack. But don't run, that booming sound is just a banging track. Camel crooked J Root do more damage than the Razorback. Space age, forget the Glock, I cock the laser back. Scientific madness, repping still a weapon, carbon black. So be alarmed, we dropping bombs, not fiction but fact. I swing the mic and chop it down like a lumberjack. We about to blow it up, so where my people at? People at, people at. How's that? Is that better? No, that's much the same. What's going on? Oh god, I'm right. who knows? I think he's still injured on the vocals. Alright, sort the mic out now, good. Real Akeem, I preferred Sadu when he was fat and bald. We hung out occasionally in Berlin. He was very fat and very bald. He's neither of which now. Style too dangerous, flow too murderous, beast too treacherous, you can't have this. Mike technician here to heat it up, so feel the friction. Obliterate when I disintegrate the competition. You know how we do to blow it back, yo, that's our only mission. It's running from the bank, the flash of torture vision. Cold flow, so fridge around wizard or Mike magician. Camo and cook it on the beat and they the bomb technician. Keep the precision of this collaborative composition. In addition, witness the damage that's done. It's about to blow up. Three, two, one. None other than the Ellis, Ellis, Ellis. There might be something wrong with the radio stats. Uh, the same person is listening. God knows how many times. A lot, though. 
74. It just keeps going. Yeah, it's almost as if that app I paid for was a piece of shit. Wow. It's good because it won't absolutely destroy the bandwidth. <laughs> to pay for. Oh, God. Yeah, man, Caro, Cat Kamo, Kamo and Croquet. Kamo and Croquet with J. Rue the Demidja. Uh, that's a record. I can't remember what it was called. Something like, um, but, was it called Butt Sex is Cool? Uh, no, it's called Set It Off. I don't know. Potatoes, potatoes. Anyway, coming up. Coming up at 11. You fucking know. Foggard! Sorry, I'm just going to. Foggard Friday! Yeah, man. Uh, D and Stranger, ass to ass. For the whole hour? How long? The ho- it's just some of it? I don't know. Um, Christmas D&B tracks. That's not a bad idea. Um, guys, yeah. At 11, Foggard Friday. And at 12... Big Matty writes Dick Sling and Day Out. Brand new episode. So that's a bit of fun, isn't it? Guys, listen though. Look. I um we need to we need to talk about stuff. What is there? Oh, conspiracy theorists claim Greta Thunberg is a time traveller from 1898. Uh and yeah, I'm into that. That works for me. There she is. I mean, that's clearly that's clearly our Gretz, isn't it? Same he- same Barnet. Literally, same Barnet. Well, same face, obviously, as well. Uh, same Barnet. Um, yeah, she looks slightly less pissed off in 1898. Although I guess um, climate change wasn't really an issue uh, in 1898. Uh, so, yeah, a number of people. Let's call them conspiracy theorists. Right, okay. I don't think anyone is actually... They're, they're, well, no, listen, it's not a conspiracy theory. There is no one that is saying that she's a time traveller. Well, I don't know, maybe one or two. Probably Tom Woods is saying that, of the Lad Bible. Um, but Free Fries Fridays at McDonald's. I can't keep an attention span today for some reason. Um, anyway, a number of people, let's call them conspiracy theorists, claim that 16-year-old climate change activist Greta Thunberg is in actual fact a time traveller from 121 years ago. No, I don't think she's a time traveller. I just think she doesn't age. I think she is ageless because she's an interdimensional shape-shifting energy vampire. And uh, she's, you know, she's she's a shape-shifting globalist elite um, uh, Soros. Uh, what what are the other Infowars tropes? Um, anyway, she drinks the blood of infants, that sort of thing. Worships an owl god. I think she was with them in, in Trickstar. They when they were all um, they were doing that whole bloodletting ceremony that they do sometimes on the breakfast show. Uh, Twitty dresses up as an owl, they burn him, they drink the blood of infants. Just normal morning radio stuff. Um, Anyway, uh, there's the long long and the short. I don't know whether or not much needs to be covered with this, really. It's a picture from uh, 120 years ago of a little girl that looks a lot like Greta. Uh, That is really the long and the short of this. I don't think there's much more that needs to be read into this. Um, 
Uh, yeah. Anyway, good striking likeness. Bit of fun. Um, not saying all Swedes look the same. But, I mean, obviously they do. But, uh, you know, is that racist? Come at me, Scandinavia. You know, give me your best shot. You <laughs> Give me your best shot, you well-off, high standard of living, blonde-haired, uh, I don't know, reindeer jockeys. Come on, what are we talking about? Uh, we've got other stuff. Why is Rachel Riley's Jeremy Corbyn tweet so offensive? Not a lot of banter in that, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, this is more like it. A company is hiring someone to smoke weed uh, for $3,000 a month. Damn, son. Uh, every now and then, a viral dream job pops up, offering candidates the chance to travel the world uh, for pounds. For pound sign, pound sign, pound sign. Uh, testing out private jets or something similar. Then there's this one where people had to house sit their way around the planet. This one where someone was hiring a barefoot bookseller uh, in the Maldives. Uh, or our personal favourite, an advert for someone to man a post office in Antarctica. Um, if none of those tickled you, perhaps you would rather get paid to smoke a large amount of weed. Uh, it differs from the usual format in that you won't be sent anywhere far flung to enjoy your joints. Uh, that will be done from your own home, presumably. And the company hiring specifies that the person will choose, the person they choose will have to live somewhere that the drug is legal. Sorry, guys. Um, we should add that using cannabis can be risky to some people's mental health. And obviously, it's not legal in the UK. Thanks for, uh, thanks for letting us know that, Jen Mills. I was not aware. If you're still keen, however, the advert from the AmericanMarijuana.org says, We're looking for someone to review of our, a wide variety of cannabis products to give our readers an honest and reliable insight into various cannabis products. The applicant will have to write about their honest reviews and opinions of the products in the form of a blog. Moreover, they must also be comfortable in front of the camera since the job includes unboxing videos and explainer videos of how each cannabis product performs and differs uh, from another. More notable products in the category. Job ad says that the successful applicant needs to be physically fit and healthy in general to carry out cannabis product reviews regularly. Whoever gets the gig will be paid up to 3000 a month, or 36 grand yearly, depending on their experience and their capabilities. What do you think is the experience part of it? Just like how much ganja you smoked, or like, I don't know, whether or not you're actually any good at writing and reviewing stuff. In addition, they'll get free cannabis products sent on a monthly basis for, the, uh, for your address for testing. The samples will include everything, ranging from weed, strains, vapes, and edibles to CBD oil. Cool. Well... Uh, good times, guys. Good times. Look, update on our boy with the big arms. He's had his big arms removed. Well, the big bits. Popeye bodybuilder has three pounds of dead muscle removed after injecting his biceps. There he is, Kirill, uh, the Mex the Mexican, what Russian, uh, the Russian Popeye, former soldier who earned the nickname Popeye after injecting his arms with jelly to create bulging biceps, has had to undergo surgery to save his life. Kirill uh, Tarishin, 23, was warned that he could die uh, or need to have both arms amputated because of the artificial biceps he had created. Surgeons at First Moscow State Medical University in the Russian capital said to have removed three pounds of dead muscle and three litres of petroleum jelly that have formed into a solid lump. And lead surgeon Dmitry Melnikov said his team was only a quarter of the way through the operation. 
Damn. Oh, God. They look horrendous. Oh, Jesus. Man. It, yeah. Well, I've got rid of a lot of it. Um, and he is trying to sell it now. He wants to sell the dead flesh. Uh, Russian Popeye says it's sale time uh, for flesh removed during surgery. You can't blame a lad for trying. He's just trying to make a pound note like the rest of us. Warning, the video in this article contains graphic content which some readers may find distressing. Uh, okay, let's have a little, little look-see. Russian bodybuilder, blah, 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 blah. Um, had the dead muscle removed. Uh, so what's that? What? That, is that it? Is that... Is that what's come out of the back? Here it is, the scar tissue. Видишь, много надрезов мне удается эмболку брать, потому что нет границы, все впаяно, пропаяно. Okay, well, this is for anyone just listening on the podcast. This is a doctor holding about yeah three pounds of muscle that he's taken out of matey boy's arms. Only small bits left. What? Oh man, it looks rough. Really bad. Oh, Jesus. Oh, well, it'd be fun to see uh, how he gets on with that. So they've just done one so far. Imagine thinking it was a good idea to inject your arms with petroleum jelly. That is, uh, yeah. Oh, well, he's got a lot more to come out. Looks like there's going to be a few kilos worth coming out of each arm. He looks a bit like Professor Green uh, in a funny sort of way. Like Pro Green has finally, has just finally gone, gone full Russian. Uh, right, look, let's have another bit. Well, uh, this aggressor bunks bit was nice. Uh, it was uh, it's called Victorious. Let's actually, I tell you what, let's have another bit off of his. This is called Power Glow EP. It's on Eat Brain, uh, and this is the title track of it. Power Glow by Old Bunksy.
good. Not my favourite Bunksy. Good nevertheless. Uh, it's called Power Glow by Professor... Oh, Aggressor. Let's go with Professor. Professor Bunksy. Uh, it's on Eat Brain. Aggressor Bunks. Yeah, man. Tom Dilly asks who I'm voting for. Honest question. I Honest question, honest answer. I don't know. Probably neither Corbs nor Bojo. I don't know. I live it, where I live is a Labour stronghold. There's no, it's so the Conservatives are not going to come in and sweep the Hove seat. It's just it's not happening. Uh, but Peter Kyle, who is the local Labour guy there, I, I actually quite like. He's quite good. He's he's no fan of Corbyn either. But I don't know. I mean, I might have a look. See what the. <sighs> I mean, what shit show. I'm not wildly into the idea of just voting for the lesser of two evils. I don't think that's necessarily great. That just feels a bit status quo. But I don't know, man. Um, it uh, Greens will probably get in in the uh, the east side of Brighton, There's whereas there's like Kemp Town and there's up. Caroline Lucas will get in. I imagine it'll stay exactly the same in Brighton. There's, there's, I don't think there's going to be a change. I will prob. I mean, there's. I don't. I presume there's no monster raving loony party in Brighton. Um, I feel like I might. I might just write Wesley Snips on. I, and in all honesty, I might write. Well, hey, I might vote UKIP. You know that? Are they? Are they running? Do they even have a leader? Do they? I, who cares? I like an underdog. Let's back the underdog. <laughs> <laughs> are they even like they're, they're surely they're not running I and mean, I, I like are they oh you kept standing in the general that says it's a common google uh uh i don't uh brexit party will not blah blah i surely you aren't standing what a no, I mean, there's literally there's no news on it, which I presume means, um, oh, they put up 45 people. Is that what that said? Um, sorry, this is probably to be safe for another time, or I don't know, safe to arguing about in the uh, in the Discord, really. Um, no, come on, why does it say? Uh, meanwhile, UKIP's collapse is clear as the party puts up just 45 candidates down from 378 in 2017. Right, well, there's our underdog, guys. Come on. <laughs> Go, vote, vote. Who is it? Who's who's the leader of UKIP? Ah, it's me, Barry Brexit. Well, you all need to vote for us because we'll bloody well get it done. I tell you, vote for Barry. Barry Tenstellers is running UKIP now. Uh, Barry Tenstellers, um, he's most renowned for having the shit kicked out of him by Russian hooligans at the last uh, uh, Euros. Was it the Euros? Where, was the, what was the one in France? Was that the World Cup or was that the, uh, the Euros where like the English football hooligans just like were just an absolute mess and all the Russians turned up with bloody gum shields and MMA gloves and like high-level training and just absolutely not seven sh shades of shit out of like Barry from Huddersfield whose special weapons were the curry he ate last night and the 10 Stellas that he'd consumed for breakfast and just got absolute hiding. Special, wep special weapon was a bloody plastic plastic furniture. 
Um, the uh, uh, my honest answer to you, Tom Daly, is that I don't know. I might vote Women's Equality Party like a good male feminist. Is there? Um, I don't know what other candidates there are in Brighton. Bright, uh, Hove political political candidates. Um, I don't know. If this is even going to bring up. Here's here are all the Brighton and Hove uh, general election candidates. Who have we got? Uh, Hove. Beatrice Bass. Okay, she sounds like fun for the Lib Dems. Wow. Dame Dixon. Hey, we got a monster raving loony candidate. Yes, Dame Dixon. Okay, she gets my vote. Angela Hancock, Brexit Party. Peter Carr, baby, uh, for Labour. Robert Nemeth, Conservatives. Uh, Charlotte, is there enough time for me to register and run? How much is it? There's more. There's another um, Citizen Swi- uh, Squith. Citizen Squith. Oh, Bob Dobbs is running in Brighton Pavilion. Oh, I can't believe I don't live in the right area for that. Of course, vote Bob Dobbs. The Free Party. Church of the Subgenius. Fuck them if they can't take a joke. Bob Dobbs. Wow. Oh, I'm pleased to see they're back. Um, okay, well, I'm going to vote Dame Dixon, Monster Raving Looney Party. Um, Beatrice Bass, though. Come on, Lib Dems. Let's uh, let's let's look her up. Let's see what she's all about. Maybe she's she's like the more rave end of. Um, she's on Twitter. Uh, you know what? I think uh, Beatrice Bass about how her campaign is going on the doorstep. Lib Dems are back, and Beatrice Bass speaks out. I'm going to go out on a limb and say she probably pronounces it Bass, but Beatrice Bass could be our girl. What are her thoughts on Brexit? What her <laughs> what are her thoughts on sex robots? What are her thoughts on whether or not we're living in the end times? Where is the end times party? It's like, hello, we're, we're we're the end times party, and we stand for bringing on the end times as soon as is humanly possible. Uh, we have uh, a, an, an enormous warehouse where we burn tires all day. Uh, we are throwing just out there throwing car batteries into the ocean doing our absolute best to bring the human race to a close ASAP. Anyway, Beatrice Bass, um, Lib Dem, uh, parliamentary candidate for Hove. Cool, man. Okay, uh, Charlotte Sable, in, in independent. Ollie Sykes, Greens. Uh, let's see what uh, this independent candidate's all about. How much is it to run? Uh, she is... Um, so her last tweet on International Men's Day, let's celebrate true gender equality and remember that woman or man, we all have human rights. We must support the rights of men in just the same way we do with women and encourage and nurture and make the world a happier place for us all. She sounds nice. What's her, uh, what's her, what's her shtick? Um, where are we? Anything? Uh, she's got 184 followers. Independent parliamentary candidate for Hove. What guys? So, is someone going to uh, able to tell me what you have to do to run as a candidate? Is it expensive? Like, if it's like I don't know, hundred quid or something, I'm in. Lobster party. Come on, the shoe throwing party. We should the buttery Beatrice base. Come on. Uh, someone in there, tell me. Someone, someone must know. Anyway, do the maths. Look, ten grand. Ten grand. Where's bloody? Where's Charlotte Sable got ten grand from? What's that? Who's, who's she funded by? Who are you funded by, Sable? Maybe I should get her on the show. I mean, God knows she needs the promotion. She's only got 184 followers. 
Uh, okay, let's have a little look at our website. Uh, let's reimagine politics. Okay, sounds like fun. Um, now is the time for independent thinking. Together, let's reimagine politics. Vote Sable, independent. Okay, manifesto. What are we talking about? She's got a swimming badge. No, no, no. I'm standing as an independent candidate in Ho for the general election. It's time to reshape Britain and improve lives. Here is my manifesto on how we begin. Um, reform, reformation and dialogue, happiness and well-being. Um, I want this broken down into little hit pieces, please. Uh, devolved regional power. Increased local autonomy means less centralised power. Okay, I like it. Uh, return, oh, House of Lords reform, an outdated, expensive, and irrelevant uh, anachronism. Okay, yep, fine. Parliamentary reform, the UK electoral system does not best serve anyone. Correct. Okay, I'm into this Sable uh, check. She seems all right. Written constitution, a constitution can reflect aspiration. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I think I think the UK should have a constitution. I like, I like, uh, the American one seems reasonable. I don't know about the right to bear arms routine, but I don't think it's got, no, we're going to have a constitution. Uh, I guess we're going to have to give everyone guns. <laughs> uh, is she, what's, post-Brexit, the UK must ensure the future. Okay, so she's, uh, select, anyway. Whatever the view of Brexit is, it offered up a kind of constitutional change. This is probably largely bad radio, but, hey, that's what I'm here for, man. Yeah, maybe shoe-throwing party. 500 quid to stand. 500 quid? Surely we could get that together. Um, We could get... It's Chode standing. Um, remember the old Holborn ran. Uh, okay, guys, you'd need to change. You'd need to change your name by Deepal first, so that your name is well high ranking. Uh, yeah, that's possible. That's true, isn't it? All right. Look, what what have we got here? Got a few, just uh, all right. Off politics for for now. Um, I might try and get her in. You know, hundred eighty. She goddamn. She goddamn needs the votes. Okay. Um. Well, I don't have a Twitter account anymore. I can't, I mean, she must have an email on the site. Um, I'll pretend. I'll, <laughs> I'll pretend that it's it's Trickstar <laughs> to keep the to keep. I don't know. Does that give it any more sort of legitimacy? It probably doesn't. But I think what happens is like I've emailed quite a lot of people over the last year to try and get them on the show. Like generally people, generally people that are doing interesting research about drugs, and without fail they've not replied. And I just wonder whether or not they go, oh, what's this? What's this show? What's this podcast? And they take one look at it and it'll be like, literally, the first three minutes or something of the what video they watch would be me, I don't know, making Epstein jokes or going on about nonsense side Twitter or something. They go, yeah, that'd be a no from me. Nope. Um, <laughs> yes, Chode, you should definitely stand in the balaclava. Look, we need, we, need, we need someone to do some research here into how you go about standing as a political candidate. Um, okay, well, look, it's clearly it's between Sable, um, Beatrix Base, just on name, based on name alone, not really, uh, that into the Lib, Lib Dems, but I do like the name, uh, Monster Raving Looney candidate, who was, do, 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 Dame Dixon, okay, let's have a look at Dame Dixon, she better be a freaking drag queen or I'm not, I'm not. Yes! Now we're in business! Dame Dixon. Okay, we have a winner, clearly. Uh, it's a geezer called Joyland Dixon, uh, but he is the uh, official Monster Raving Looney Party candidate for Hove. I've never been able to vote for a Monster Raving Looney candidate before. 
There's never been one in the constituency I've lived in. Uh, so, look, here he is. Just getting it done. Just getting it done. Uh, don't... Wow. Incredible stuff. Incredible scenes. Oh, sorry, I don't have, I don't have her up. Anyway, look, here's, here's our Dame Dixon. She's got a fine outfit on. Um, who's that with? And there's... Uh, I'm sure, surely I can get Dame Dixon on the show, right? Come on, I must be, like, you must, I must be able to get a monster raving loony candidate on. Like, I would hope so. I really would hope so. Let's, um, can we get, uh, get Dame, Dame Dixon's Twitter account up, please? Dame Dixon one, uh, Britain's, uh, 367 followers, slightly more than the other Hove candidate. Um, is this some sort of, um, yes, video, Brexit shambles? What are we talking? What's going on here? Hove and Port Slade constituency. Right. Here, it's me. It's Dame Dixon. Yes, and I am standing in this election for the Hove and Port Slade constituency. Woo! Technically, it's just Hove, but if you don't say the word Port Slade, they won't vote for you there. Woo! And that's what I need. I need your vote. Don't be lame. Vote got game it, baby girl. again. Yeah, this election is lunacy, so vote for a loony. I am that loony. I need you to get on the internet, get on the WhatsApps, get on the Instagrams, get on the Twitter, and make this spread. It could go virus. Don't be lame. Vote Dame. <laughs> right, that's my vote sorted. Cheers, uh, cheers, uh, Tom, for bringing this up and making me do the research. I think we have a winner. Um... If I'm elected, BBC political correspondent Chris Mason will have to play uh, a best of seven leg darts match uh, with his namesake, PDC Darts star and commentator Chris Mason. The winner will get to pick the next mayor of London and a nice lolly of their choice. Now, these are the kind of policies that a political party should be running on. Not any of this bollocks about foreign policy or Brexit or anything like that. Let's get two people... Two people from the public eye with the same name to have a darts match and the winner gets to pick the mayor of London. Banging. Who's the leader of the Monster Raving Looney Party these days? Because it was a cat for a while um, after Screaming Lord Such died. Uh, Monster Raving Looney Party. Is it still a cat or is the cat dead? Um, vote for insanity. Yes. Sir Archibald Stanton Earl Eaton is the candidate for West Yorkshire. Okay. Um where are we okay um so archibald yes uh how to get manifesto elections what have we got uh look guys just tell me who the goddamn leader is who is the leader of the monster roving lady party is howling lord hope okay he sounds good i like the sound of him um He's obviously the uh, has come after Screaming Lord Such. Alan Howling Lord Hope. Okay. Uh, there he is. He looks, yep, suitably wacky, suitably loony. Uh, he is the leader of the Monster Raven Looney Party. Uh, on, on the death in 1999 of the party's founder, Screaming Lord Such, Hope uh, and his pet cat, right, yes, uh, Cat Mando, uh, were jointly elected as leaders. The, uh, uh, of the official Monster Raving Looney Party. 
since June 2002, Hope has been the party's sole leader following Kathmandu's tragic death in a road traffic accident. Oh. Press F to pay respect. Um, Hope was the first ever Monster Raving Looney candidate to be elected to public office, where he was elected unopposed to a seat in Ashburton Town Council in Devon in 1987. He subsequently became mayor of Ashburton in 1998. 2010, Hope was elected unopposed. <laughs> That's how you need to get in, right? You need to go and find somewhere where you can run unopposed. <laughs> and you have to get in. That's called doing an Ocasio-Cortez. Um, in 2010, he was elected unopposed uh, to Fleet Town Council in Hampshire. Uh, Hope's long-time friendship uh, with satirist Jacob Appel formed the basis of the latter's novel, The Biography of Luck which was reportedly an allegory of, uh, allegory of modern British politics. Okay, um, cool. So he's the leader now. Um, Howling Lord Hope. And we have Dame Dixon. Okay, so, I mean, should I try and get them all on? Should I try and get Peter Kyle on as well? What do you think? Hey, Peter Kyle, baby. You coming on or what? I guess, I guess that's how he talks. Hey, Peter Kyle. Labour hove. What the fuck's going on, eh? Don't worry, I'll get... Oh, I think he might be American-Italian. Hey, what the fuck? We'll sort out... We'll sort out this fucking mess. We'll sort... Hey, don't worry about the guy upstairs. This, this fucking loony commie. I'll get it sorted out. Peter Carl, baby. You vote Peter Carl all fucking day. I'll get this mess. I'll get the fucking streets of Brighton and Hove cleaned up. Get these fucking tents off the streets. Don't you worry about it. You can fucking rely on me. Look at this gold chain, eh? Look at this fucking gold chain. You know I mean fucking business, yeah? Hey, right, come on. Come on, let's go to the fucking deli. Come on, let's get it. Get <laughs> Got a fucking bologna sandwich. Peter Carl, baby, vote for Kyle. <laughs> right, oh, fucking hell, it's three minutes to the end of the show. Gee, I didn't even get to play Shoe Thrower of the Week. We're going to have to, all right, well, we'll have to play it and we'll do the VIP list over the top of it. So sorry about that. Um, a clear, it was a clear, pretty clear winner uh, this week, uh, which was uh, "Discries" by TR Tactics and the Clamps. I mean, the Clamps must have been involved in more shoe throws of the week than anyone else. Skip it on a little bit. Coming up next, Fog on Friday. D and Stranger ass to ass for the whole hour.
Apparently about 10 grand. But I mean, it says here, the average sets the average person back 11,000 pounds to five receipts. I'm not going to be spending any money on promotion. Yeah? I'm not going to be spending any money. I'll pay the entrance fee and I'll turn up. But everything else will be done on the show. All right, guys. Well, it's already fog on Friday if you're listening on Threshold.fm, but you're not hearing me speak if you're listening on Threshold. Um, D would have come charging through, rampaging through like the Red Army through a Kulak farm. Uh, listen, guys, thanks for listening this week. You're wonderful folks. Sorry about yesterday. These things do happen though as um, a church commissioned a baby jesus statue that looks like phil collins fucking hell it does look like phil collins sorry to um you know i know we're supposed to be doing the vip list but jesus that really does look like phil collins man wow maybe phil collins is jesus has anyone considered that as an option has anyone cons- look guys we're not gonna do the vip list and um, you know how thankful i am but because I just want to leave you with this thought. Is Phil Collins the baby Jesus? Have a little think about that over the weekend and we can discuss it on Monday. Mm. Not adult Jesus. I'm not saying he's adult Jesus. I'm asking, is Phil Collins from Genesis the baby Jesus? Okay. Goodbye.